0: Thank you for joining us for 3Bs on the Law Podcast, hosted by Trisha Barita, Camille Canali, and Susan Dawson. Disclaimer, this podcast is for entertainment and informational purposes only, not meant to provide legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. Also remember, laws change or they differ by jurisdiction, so this is not a substitute for seeking legal counsel in your jurisdiction on the current law applicable to you.
1: Everybody. Welcome back to Three B's on the Law. We are excited to have one of our favorite guests back joining us, Diana Dibbles, back again. Um, in addition to being a rock star boss and business owner, she also has a passion for organization and is going to talk to us about some different strategies for keeping your business life, personal life, every life Um uh, organized. So welcome, Diana. Why don't you tell us a little bit about, tell us just a little bit about the business, but why don't you go into a little bit about the organization and, and why that's such a passion of yours too.
2: Absolutely. So um, my business, Design to Delivery, Inc., we are a government contractor supporting primarily defense agencies in the acquisition offices. We're going to be 20 years old September 10th, 2021. So that's exciting. And uh, my responsibility is operations. I split it up with my business partner. So she handles business development and client services and things like that. And then I have all of the business operations. So that's a lot, that's HR, finance and accounting, um, security, all sorts of stuff. So my job has a lot of tasks and a lot of balls going in a lot of different directions. So it is really, really important that I stay organized. Uh, Because things come at you know the the commercial things come at you fast. Right. (laughs) I wish they would slow down to that pace because it is just all directions all the time. So um, organization is really really key on my side of the house. So that's how that's how I maintain some semblance of sanity.
1: Well, why don't you start us off with your top tip for organization?
2: Write it down. You know, when you're especially when you're younger, you're like, oh, I can remember that. And then later on, after nine hundred thousand things have happened in the you know the past 15 minutes and somebody says, oh, um, did you get such and such done? And you're like, I'm sorry, I don't even remember having this conversation. I cannot tell you how many times my business partners have been like, I told you that. And I'm like, mm, we, I haven't talked to you today. So I've gotten in the habit that I always have my planner open next to my desk. And anytime anybody says anything, even if I think I'm going to remember it, I still write it down. So that's that's my biggest tip. Now, I'm a paper person, so writing it down could be typing it into a a um, online system, an electronic system. It could be using task. Outlook just came out with this thing on your phone, at least for Androids, where you can turn an email into a task. And I use my, my if I say her name, she's gonna turn on, but my electronic thing that Amazon puts out, uh, I use her. So late at night, if I'm thinking about something and I don't have my planner, I'll tell her to remind me something at X time on whatever day and that's taken care of, but I don't I don't trust my memory. And people shouldn't, they shouldn't. Because when you are really, really busy, as much as you'd like to think you'll remember the minutia, you won't always. That's
0: probably true, Diana. There's like so many different hats, especially um, entrepreneurs, company leaders, and businesses have. And I think, you know, figuring out how you're gonna organize all of that um, is the best way to avoid, you know, Dropping the ball, as you would say. So um, I think that's a really great point, Diana.
2: You know, and I have to tell you, because when you're a business owner, you know, you may have your day set, you know, it's going to be, I'm going to do X. And then all of a sudden, emergencies come in.
1: No day ever goes away thinking it's going to go. Yeah, they do. Really? Between like, 2
2: a.m. and 4 a.m. Oh, that's right? true.
1: That's
2: true. But the, the thing is, is, and I was, I had a conversation with my friend, Lisa Crilly Malice, who is um, she's an organizational productivity expert. And even as much experience as I have, you know, I'm always talking about, you know, always reach out to experts. If you find that there's an issue and I reached out to her, she said, you know, we, I can figure this out in three questions or, or less. And what she found is that I didn't have enough space in my day for emergencies. Like I had all the tasks that I need to do, but I didn't have space for emergencies. And what was happening is at the end of the day, I was getting a lot of stuff done, but not the stuff on my to-do list. So two things happened out of that. One, I, I started blocking out more time for emergencies. And two, I started writing down the emergencies as they happened. And then when I finished them, I checked them off. So at the end of the day, I didn't feel like, oh, my gosh, I haven't gotten anything done when I've been busy for 10 hours straight. So even if it's something that comes at you sideways, I still recommend writing it down so you can check it off, whether it's a digital check or an actual check. I love like checking things or crossing through them. But if you do that, when you get to the end of a day and you don't actually get to accomplish everything you set out, at least you have some visual Proof that you actually did something that day and you accomplished something.
0: That's such a psychological hack.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, a great
3: point. <laughs> to I'm feel better. Myself, so I and I feel accomplished at the end of the day when I have things crossed off my list, and those things that aren't crossed off move forward. Mm-hmm.
0: To Camille day. keeps. Camille likes the written to do list as well.
3: Well, I'll tell
2: you, you you talk about hacks. One of the things that I learned years ago from Franklin Covey when I went probably in the late 80s is they talked about color coding things. And I always had everything color coded, um, like proposals were a due date and personal things have always been pink. That's my color. And it was interesting because when Palm Pilots came out, My business partner, she took to it and I'm a gadget person. I love, I probably have every gadget that's ever been invented to do anything. And Palm Pilots ruined my productivity. It absolutely ruined it because everything was digital. And I found when I got back to using paper and then color coding things, corporate's black, HR is blue, finance is green because money's green and I separate out my my to-do list by type. And then the things that are really, really important, I have highlighters that coordinate with the pen colors. So Mm -hmm. I can visually see that it's a a big deal. But you can do the same thing electronically because a lot of these systems have the ability to change the text color. color. So um, if you find you're a visual person and you're looking, you know, ways maybe to improve your productivity, that might be a suggestion.
0: All of mine's color coded. Is it? (laughs) My my electronic computer. Yeah, it is.
2: It It is easier. But
0: I have like yellow for block time.
1: So Mm -hmm. I have designated
0: block time. And yeah, the whole thing is very colorful. My daughter, my five-year-old daughter who loves rainbows would love it. So
2: (laughs) have you ever used focus time?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: How does that work for you?
0: Um, it works out really, really well. I have a very strategic way that I that I do it. So
2: Is this a website? uh, What is this? So so focus time is basically where you put time in your schedule to actually focus on certain tasks.
1: Oh it's a it's not a website or a or a soft it's not an app, it's a it's a it's a theory. It's put. a theory. It's exactly
2: right. okay. a theory.
0: Got it. Yeah. <laughs> so like, like, yeah. Give me the info on this. Yeah. I need to
1: know. Yeah. I I block block out. I what am I missing out? out.
2: <laughs> but yeah. focus time can be really, really good because um, like I find if I do task by type, I'm already in that mindset. Like if I'm thinking numbers, I'm already in that mindset. Um, and it's really important that if you try to use focus time that you make sure to limit the external distractions. Right. And no say something if somebody calls you and you know the first thing I have, I've learned to say and I need to do better at it is is this an emergency? Because if you try to take care of what they call you about and then you try to bounce back to what you were doing, it's really, really inefficient. So it's better just to say, can I call you back, t- write a note because you won't remember having the call <laughs> and you know, and then get back to them. But people you know this whole idea, I grew up on you know I'm a boomer. I'm the last year of the boomers. So we believe that if you weren't multitasking with at least nine or ten different things that you should probably be fired from your job. And honestly, you might be able to do it when you're younger, but it gets to be much, much harder, especially if you're working on something that needs your attention. So,
3: you know, I I will tell you one of the things that I had the most difficulty, especially with COVID, was when everything went to email. You know, in the legal world, we were still getting mail every day and Mm -hmm. documents by mail that stopped with COVID. And it was, you know, 100, 200, 300, some days, 500 emails a day. And I was literally spending my entire day looking at emails. And finally, the brilliant idea of turning off my emails and I, oh, allow I I just put it off my desk and I for an hour in the morning I'll spend an hour in the afternoon and an hour at the end of the day on a day where there's a heavy email flow going through those emails but because I am not spending my whole day responding as they come in Oh my god,
0: Camille, was it going like ding, 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 ding? Oh,
3: days. I never
0: have that thing on, that would have driven me crazy.
3: It was just nuts, but you know, and, and by sorting, for example, by case or by client, then I could address all of the emails relative to one case or one client at one time. And I gotta tell you, developing that, I will that is the one organizational skill I've developed during COVID. I'm not always good at it every day. Today, I did poorly. Kind of did, you know, emails like it. that it's a
0: you tricky know. it's a tricky one um,
3: but you know i,
2: emails I find that think,
3: well and i find when you respond immediately then people consistently expect you to respond immediately even though right. it's a non-emergency and so mm-hmm. um i think diana's point of setting expectations with your employees and other people um is a great one
2: Well, you know, one of the things we did was we set up a general mailbox for HR, and we have a general mailbox for security. So everybody can, um, you know, send things in, and then I have people who monitor them. And what they did um, during COVID was they took me out of the loop. They're like, we need you for the big stuff. So it made a huge difference um, in not only in my productivity, but it also allowed my team to step up because I wasn't there with the comment or the, you know, we should do this or whatever. They figured it out. And then on the big stuff, if they needed me, they got in touch with me. So there's, that is the upside of it too, is that if, especially if there's other people on the email string that can handle it, that can take take things off of your plate and then allow you to focus on things that are really, really important. Because I think the, the, the other thing with planning and productivity is the ability to delegate. So, um, you know, if you're looking at your planner and your business owner, look and see, what is the stuff I absolutely have to do? And what is something that I can pass off to somebody else? And that made a huge difference because that allowed me to be. I'm tactical, but it allows me to be strategic in my tactical approach to things. And then the the other ones, um, I let my team handle it. And what they've done is they've risen they've risen to the occasion. They are just amazing. But I also bought them all the planners, so we all use the Erin Condren <laughs> sy- system. And um, you know, I bought. A whole bunch of stuff for the whole team. So now the Erin Condren Facebook group I belong to are like, "Can I come work for you?"
3: <laughs> I, I
2: like I like planners, but um, but it's it's helped with their productivity. Write it down, and when something gets missed, the first question is, "Did you write it down?" And a lot of times, when it, it it's missed, it's because no. Yep.
0: Or put it in that electronic. Um...
2: <laughs> well, write it down means record it. <laughs> record it <for> <laughs> <possibility>. <laughs> right? Whatever that means to you, but have some, something that you can refer back to.
0: Yeah. That's interesting. Have you used any other different tools outside of um, just email as far as communicating with your employees? Have you tried anything
2: else? Well, we use teams, which oh, okay. is really, really awesome. And teams actually has a planner, module that attaches to it. And what we found, especially during COVID was we had a lot of emails that needed to be responded to and because they were legal, I needed to write them. And I was like, you know, this is crazy. So what we did was in the to do section, we created buckets so we have buckets for, you know, there's checklists for the new hires and we have emails that, get, that have to go out if somebody's traveling out of state or they need to go to a customer site, but they're all there and people and, and we can share them. There's four of us sharing them and you can assign them to an individual or you can assign it to everybody so they can refer back to it. So that's, a, that's an instance where we may have written it down, but we have a place to go to electronically to be able to keep track of stuff too. So that's a, it's a really, really great function. Oh, that's awesome. A
3: great idea.
1: So before we go on to um, our showdown, tell us really, really quick. You have an Instagram uh, and I think you have a YouTube videos that talk more about organization and all of that. What are, how, where can people find you?
2: So um, I have um, a website, it's diadibble.com. So I have a blog and I have different posts that's on there. It's in the process of being updated. I have a YouTube channel. If you go and look for um, Diana Dibble, a lot of people come up, look for this face um, and subscribe. On Instagram, it's didibble613 and also on Twitter. And then you can also find me on LinkedIn.
3: Awesome. awesome. So now our showdown, for some reason, I have been nominated to do our showdown twice <laughs> in a row. And now it's your favorite store out of the following three. Amazon, Target, or Tiffany's? Amazon. Oh, man, Susan won again. <laughs> Yay!
2: I, I love Amazon. I, mean, <laughs> I I should be in a 14-step program because of Amazon. I think every time
1: you and I are on the phone, you're like, oh, is that the Amazon? Oh, is that
2: <laughs> they have
1: really good deals. Yeah, like, I, I get planner stuff you know. there. I get a
2: lot of pens. I have these things called midliners. <clears throat> They're like highlighters, and you can use them to highlight and, and also draw and, and everything. Because I get creative with my planners, it helps with my creative side. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find stuff on like on Instagram, and then it's like, oh, they have these at Amazon. So it's it's. <laughs> It's, it's really bad. Oh, you know, I also have a Facebook page too. Oh, it's under Diana. So I have my own Facebook. I keep forgetting about that one.
1: I'll try to, to get that all, that, all that. Because list I was about how, you,
2: know, you get the Facebook and Instagram ads. And then I was like,
1: Oh yeah, I have a Facebook
2: page too. I should write that down.
1: You yes, should. You <laughs> Well, it is so awesome to have you on again. I have a feeling we've got lots more to talk about, so I'm sure you'll be back. But thanks, Diana, for joining us today. You and, guys um, are the
2: best. Anybody not like following these ladies, follow them. They have awesome. really, really good information.
3: Awesome. is an excellent cheerleader as well. So we appreciate you, Diana. And it was so great to see you again.
2: Thank you. Well,
1: thanks Bye. for joining us, everyone, on
3: 3Bs on the Lock. Thank you for joining us on today's podcast of Three B's on the Law. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our podcast. We also welcome any comments. If you'd like to get in touch with us or suggest a future topic, you can email us at three, T-H-R-E-E, B's on the Law at gmail.com. And because we're lawyers, we need to remind you that this podcast is not meant to provide you with legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. Thank you again for joining us and have a great day.